Welcome to the Commission Podcast. Today is a short but vitally important message. We wanted to include this one as it was an intro for the weekend and really hits at one of the main joys of being part of the body of Christ here in London. This one's from Santosh Thomas, pastor at Dundonald Church. He reflects on people coming together from all walks of life under the authority of Christ and how that unifies us. Enjoy. If you have access to a Bible, please can I encourage you to turn to Ephesians chapter 2, verses 11 to 18. And after I read, Santosh, one of the pastors from Don Donald, will come and share from God's Word. So Ephesians chapter 2, verses 11 to 18. Therefore, remember that formerly you who are Gentiles by birth and called uncircumcised, by those who call themselves the circumcision, which is done in the body by human hands, remember that at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel, and foreigners to the covenants of the promise, without hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, by setting aside in his flesh the law with its commands and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace, and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who are far away, and peace to those who are near. For through him, we both have access to the Father by one spirit. Thank you, Esther. The grass withers, the flower falls, but the word of the Lord endures forever. How precious it is to be together like this again. I know some of us do find it hard to come away and big groups can be challenging. But But this is something so special because it helps us taste and see something that our society desperately needs to see. What can bring all kinds of people together as one? That is a question that London needs to be able to answer. Whether you're a politician or a youth worker on an estate or maybe even a church planting family of churches seeking to reach a massive multicultural metropolis, How do we get unity in diversity? Not stifling sameness with a kind of fear and fragility of difference, but also not the kind of diversity that's just a front for tribal hostilities. Not tokenistic, legalistic, moralistic virtue signaling, but the real deal. Genuine unity in rich diversity. You will only find that in one place, and one place only. Look with me again, Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 13. But now, that's the Apostle Paul's game-changer alert, something decisive has happened. That means the world will never be the same again. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. 
Ephesians tells that stunning story of God's forever plan to unite all things in heaven and earth under Jesus Christ. And the engine that turns the wheels to move that from an eternal plan into historical reality is God's incomparably great power. The power that raised Jesus from the dead and has exalted him to the highest place. That power now at work for us who believe. That power turned spiritual corpses to life, reconciling sinners vertically with God. But that same power also brings tribal, hostile peoples together, reconciling sinners horizontally to each other. See, Jews and Gentiles, you may know, had pretty much every barrier stacked up to keep them apart. Religious, ethnic, cultural, social divisions. What they ate, who they mixed with, where they worshipped, what they did, in thousands of different ways, screaming out at the table, in the temple, you don't fit in here. You don't belong. You're not welcome. Have you ever felt like that? But... Now, in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away, that's the Gentiles, have been brought near by the blood of Christ. How is it possible that groups that had everything stacked up to keep them apart have been brought together? Or fast forward to the modern day. How is it now that societies with all sorts of barriers stacked up to keep people apart, even churches, Communities can be brought together. The answer is Jesus Christ. Christ is our peace. Did you see verse 14? For he himself is our peace. See, peace was something of a buzzword in the Roman Empire. The Pax Romana, the peace of Rome, when Octavian became Caesar Augustus and promised this worldwide peace. Of course, it was enforced by violent brutality. Our peace is not from Caesar's violence, but in Christ's very person. See, Jesus doesn't just dish out peace and then exit stage left. He can't be separated from the peace that he gives. See, the comedian Jack D. You can take him out of Live at the Apollo, and the show can kind of keep going. But take Michael McIntyre out of the Michael McIntyre show, show's over. There's nothing left. So it is with the living and ascended Christ. Without him, there is no peace for sinners. See, what unites us here fundamentally is not our political views. It's not any of our personal preferences for food or music. Not even our sort of vibe of church that we happen to like. All those things are fine. No, what, or rather who, unites us is the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And there's nothing fearful or fragile about him. Isn't that wonderful? Christ is our peace, who has made the two groups one and destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, all those things that kept Jews and Gentiles apart. See, Christ is our peace Because Christ has made peace. He's actually done it. 
end of verse 15. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace, and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross, by which he put to death their hostility. How does Christ make peace? Three dimensions, vertical. He reconciles Jews and Gentiles alike to God. So if you want to be right with God, there's only one way, through the saving death of Jesus. So there's no pedestal. There's no cultural privilege there. We all stand or or kneel at level ground when we come to the foot of the cross. But it's not just vertical, it's horizontal. Did you see? He has put to death the hostility between them. It doesn't just absorb the wrath of God. He doesn't just take away our sin and guilt. He actually puts to death the hostility, that force that wrecks communities and pulls groups apart. For those in Christ, that hostility is now a spent force. But more than that, it's not just a demolition job to break down the barriers. He's actually made something new. Did you see? His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace. And in one body, isn't that amazing? Now the Jews and Gentiles, two different groups, they're now part of this one humanity, one body, the church. And again, it's the same. This is an equal opportunity, equal access deal. In Christ or not at all. All come in through that one door. More than that, we don't just come in through the one door or into the one tent and stay as separate, isolated groups. Actually, we've been made one. You won't find that in any political group, left or right. No amount of secular diversity training can bring you up to speed for that. Only the blood of Jesus can create one new humanity. Christ is our peace. Because Christ has made peace, destroying old hostilities and making a new humanity. And wonderfully, Christ preached peace. Do you look down at verse 17? It's one of my favorite verses in the Bible. He, that is Christ, came and preached peace to you who were far away and to those who were near. Now question, when did Jesus preach in Ephesus? The history records don't ever show us Jesus going to Ephesus. Answer, Jesus preached in Ephesus when Paul preached in Ephesus. Paul unfolding this mystery that was hidden in ages past, now revealed. But it wasn't just Paul doing the preaching. The ascended, risen, living Lord Jesus Christ was preaching through Paul. And you know what? He's still doing it today. And we can't wait to hear him speak this weekend. Jesus is the peace-embodying, hostility-destroying, peacemaking preacher of peace. See, whether you're Jew or Gentile, black or white, rich or poor, schooled or unschooled, Spurs or Arsenal or Chelsea or whatever, if you now enjoy peace with God, it is because Jesus preached peace to you and to me. Now, sure, someone else may have been moving their lips and and explaining this message of reconciliation. But by the Holy Spirit, that that old hymn was right. 
I heard the voice of Jesus say, Come unto me and rest. And so verse 18, Through him we both have access to the Father by one Spirit. Someone said this reconciliation brings all people together into a new group where there is no single culture, language, or political entity that is privileged over another. This is a unity of differences, not a union of sameness. Here, in this new body, all are equally beloved by the Father as members of the body of his Son. That's unity without uniformity. That's diversity without inevitable hostility because Christ himself is our peace and has made peace and has preached peace to those who are near and those who are far. And one of the wonderful things of being all together like this is we're necessarily more diverse than any one of our churches on our own. And so here we embody something of that amazing thing that Jesus has done, one new humanity. Of course, it's not yet perfect, but it is real and it is blood-bought. It is infinitely precious. So this weekend, let's celebrate. Let's celebrate the diversity that God has brought together. That's part of what it means to celebrate Christ. It's who he is. It's what he's done. So look for opportunities to celebrate it, to enjoy it. it might be practically, you might want to just try and have one conversation this weekend with someone from a different church or a different background and take that opportunity to listen, to learn, to celebrate those differences, not threatened, but thrilled that Jesus has brought together different kinds of people into one new humanity. How precious it is to be together, not just in the same tent, but in the same Christ who is our peace and has made peace and has preached peace and by his grace, he might use us as the human instruments to keep preaching peace to those who are near and those who are far. Father, we thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ who has come and has died and has risen and now reigns and even from heaven preaches peace to sinners like us who don't deserve it. Thank you for him. Thank you that he is our peace. How real and powerful and precious that is. Thank you that he has made peace. And so thank you that we are now one in him with all our differences, with all our things to learn and grow. Thank you for Jesus. And we pray that of all the things you do amongst us this weekend, you might help us to celebrate the rich diversity we now have and the unity we now have in Jesus Christ. For we ask in his name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this episode. Stay tuned as we have more talks coming out in the coming weeks. See you next time.